Welcome back to The Good Stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brendan DeCue. It's Tuesday, yo, and you're in the house with The Good Things Guy. Um, Flip, man, there's so much going on. I've got The Good Things Girl next to me, Kerry. Morning. What's cracking, yo? Wow, it feels like, I don't know, it's, we're so alone here. Yeah, the studio is a little bit quiet this morning. Um, <laughs> Kirsty and Paige have uh, taken a day off to go do a whole bunch of charitable Yay. stuff, which we're always thankful for because they, they really do good things, which, you know, that's what we're all about. We're exactly. about the good stuff. Um, so much going on in South Africa, unemployment, the economy rating, corruption, the drought, government, government, government. I was listening to a radio station on the way into Cliff Central this morning, and the people are angry, yo. Everybody's angry. They are so, 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 nice, so actually. angry. And actually, um, we're not going to talk about any no. of that cuck. We're actually just going to scrap it off the table. Uh, a good friend of mine, Mark Sham, sent out a whole big WhatsApp. What is it called? Like a broadcasted mm. message? Yeah. Which he sent to a whole bunch of people. He does really cool stuff. So he does the suits and sneakers stuff, which we were a part of, which is flipping cool. And it was his birthday the other day. Happy birthday, Marky. Happy birthday. We're not going to sing again. We did that no. last week. Yeah. So if you want to get us singing happy birthday, uh, go and get the podcasts. <laughs> um, but he sends, he sends out these messages in the morning to a whole bunch of who he feels are, are thought leaders and change makers. Mm. And basically, it's all about um, inspiring each other and sort of giving you a reason to think. Maybe log on to this video, do this, do that. There's a whole bunch of things that he does. And this morning, he sent out his one. And I was like, no, dude, you've got you to gotta, you gotta be punting Cliff Central because I'm your mate. And he said, oh, my God, I totally forgot. And he sent out another one, which is really cool. And he started it off by saying, spare thought about how consuming bad news is literally bad for you. So he did this whole note about how, it, you know, you, what you feed your brain is what you become. Welcome to the good stuff. So welcome to the good stuff. I hope that everybody's tuned in. Thanks, Mark. Uh, and thanks for that punt, Mark. We're always excited about that. Um, the good stuff is Cliff Central's very own happy hour. The weekly show aims to put a smile on people's dials and really just provide a welcome relief from the daily grind. It is true. News and the stuff that you see in the newspapers and radios and TV and even on your social media. The reality is it's not always great. Um, and I think one of the things that, that we could all do is let's start a hashtag. Take back your news feed. Your news feed on your social media is created by you. It's the people that you follow. And if you are not liking the bad news, then stop following News 24, whatever's delivering mm. that stuff, you know. Cut it out of your life and start focusing on the good stuff. And it's actually so strange. The other day I was looking through my news feed and I was like, where's this one? Like... Other people were liking this particular one, and I thought, okay, well, that's very nice. I know I follow that person, and I know that person is on my 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 Facebook. But it's all this other negative stuff that's coming up. It's bad. Yeah, so no more negativity. This is a totally positive space. Um, and today is pretty cool. Kerry and I are going to kick off the show with our regular catch-up. We're going to bring you an update on stuff we may have been chatting about over the last couple of weeks, which is mm. pretty cool. Um, plus, we're going to be focusing on the top five trending good news stories for the past seven days. Yeah. We hunt. We troll. <laughs> we dig deep to find these good news stories and bring them to you um, just so that we can inspire you and motivate you and give you something better to speak about around the dinner table yes. it is important uh, actually on the way here we were talking we were, i was listening to them talking about the dinner table if you can actually get a word in at the dinner table what in between people looking at their cell phones yes <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the way that the reality works we also get to interview adam cracker the ceo of iq business who will be popping by to tell us about the ceo sleep out mm. we're speaking about it we're excited there's good stuff happening um i'm so 
so honored to be part of the CEO Sleep Out. So every week we're bringing you an amazing CEO or someone that's involved in the CEO Sleep Out. So they can tell us, I don't know, today we're going to dig his brain out and, and sort of find out what he did last year when they were sleeping out. I want to hear about that. Um, he's also got some cool stats as to, to what sort of came about from last year's CEO mm. Sleep Out. Plus we're going to be touching on, uh, the biggie that Cliff Central is pushing, which is the sympathy sleep out. And if you don't know what that is, what rock have you been living under? The sympathy sleep out. It's where you can, as a company, get involved for just 800 rounds. You're sleeping rounds. outside too, guys. You're you can sleeping sleep, outside you, too. You can sleep outside of your, uh, your parking lot as well. But we'll get into that later, which I'm excited about. Plus, we're going to be speaking to a, a guy from the UK who's yes. running around the subways or yes, something. Yes, What is he doing? It's the Rhino Run. It's the Rhino Run. Yes. It's a South Rhino African. Who's, is he a South African? Uh, I think he's South African. He's, so we're going to say he is a South African living in the UK that's running around the subways in aid of the rhinos and to raise awareness and money, which I think is a pretty cool thing. Um, I don't know. I've watched a couple of horror movies. I wouldn't run around subways. What do you? Oh, like, <laughs> you know, like zombie stuff. Yeah, no, I just, I just wouldn't run around so, subways. I don't think that that's my cup of tea, but I'm glad he's doing it. Um, and then we're going to all end- over the place, though, not just subways. Okay, so he's running all over the place. We're going to find out a little bit more about that because, as it seems, I know nothing. Um, and then we're going to be ending off the show today with something really exciting. Generally, we end off the show with Paigey and Kirsty, who bring us really cool ideas that we can get involved in right now. This week, I'm going to bring you my idea that you can get involved in right now, and it's a secret apparently it's a t- i don't even know it's a big secret uh <laughs> we're going to be launching really soon um and i just you know i'm excited to bring that to you and uh tell I've you about got 40 it. minutes to go till i can find out too 40 minutes to go <laughs> 40 minutes to go all right so uh catch up on last week um the waitress debacle with that roads must fall student right did you see how much money was raised yes it was flipping insane, insane. insane. Such a cool story. Well, not a cool. It didn't start off cool, but this is the way we work. Uh, we we look at these things and what they are, the reality of what mm. we see in the news, and we dig deep to find the good stuff. So that guy said something completely racist. He's still not standing up for it or or apologizing. Apparently, he said he didn't write it, but um, he believes in it. Yeah, he didn't write it on the pa- on the okay. on the the receipt. Yes, but he did write on his Facebook that he thought it was a big fat joke. Yes, and and you know that that's where the pr- herein where the problem lies was your Facebook post, friend. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that you were black and she was white. It was that you were a dickhead to a waitress. There's yeah. the difference. Um, what was that saying? If you're if you're nice to me but you're ugly to a waitress, you're actually not a nice person. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's it it just means that you you cuck to someone because they you know might not be on your level or well, whatever. That's interesting. But that's not the good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff is that people pitched in and, and raised a whole bunch of money for her. And um, if you read in the Sunday Times and the Sunday paper on Sunday, mm. she lives in a one-roomed studio apartment. But not uh, when you say studio apartment, you imagine it to be like flashy penthouse in Cape no, Town. No, 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 no. A she lives in apartments. The only thing with a wall is the toilet. There we go. She lives in a one-room flat yes. with her sickly mother, mm. and that 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 specific day that this all went down, uh, she hadn't made enough money to make rent for yes. the end of the month. So she was in dire straits. She was literally working her bum off a double shift to try and sort this out. Highly emotional. Highly emotional. Wasn't really getting there. And the country, everything happens for a reason. And I really believe that. The country came together, raised a whole bunch of money for her. And (laughs) what she's doing with the money is the most heartbreaking. 
Um, she's using 30,000 rand out of whatever was raised to, to pay for her mother's medical bills mm. that they had. Mm. She's putting a deposit down on their little flat that they live in, this one space thing for like the next six months so that they looked after they for the next six months. And, um, I think the only thing that she's spending that money on on herself is to buy a, a iPhone screen. So her iPhone's cracked so that she can protect her iPhone. That's the only thing she's spending her, her, the money on herself. It's oh all God. going to her mother. Hey? I don't know what to say. Exactly. So, <laughs> okay, so now, Kerry, now, now I'm making <laughs> Kerry cry. That's not the good stuff. But it's a, it's a cool story because I believe that everything happens for a reason. And these things do. Life and plays she's so out young. the way it should. She's, she's so young. Man, she gave up her studies because um, they couldn't afford it. And, and she's never owned land. So the, wherever that comes from. I just think the good stuff here is how the country rallied together and did something really cool for another human being. And we continue to do that. It's all over the news. You continuously see it. It's really exciting. Um, um, sure. something else that, that I just want to bring up, Kay, and this is also something that you don't know, mm. which is quite exciting. So, <laughs> so management called me into a meeting last week yes. and they sat me down and sort of started speaking about the good stuff. And yeah. I was like, Oh my God, we're going to be fired. <laughs> this is it. It's been a good two year run. Well I love done, you guys. all. Well, well done. done. It's been real. It's Have been real. Life. Thanks, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, so they sat me down and, and sort of started speaking about the good stuff and they wanted to know, how are we promoting the good stuff? What are we doing? Like, what, what are we doing to get things out there? And my answer was, it's no different to what I've been doing for the past two years. Exactly. I sort of do a Facebook post before the show and <laughs> a little bit of Twitter and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And they said, people to me, know it's my favorite day of the week. It's our favorite day of the week. <laughs> and they said to me, um, because next to Gareth, you're the number one show on Cliff Central. You are joking. No jokes. Really? No jokes, yeah. How crazy. <laughs> you're just sitting there with this big smile on your face. Because like it's <laughs> it's really cool. And the only answer so that cute. I can give. Well done, actually. No, well, well done. done to you and well wow. done to our listeners. The only okay. the only thing that I can really put my finger on is that South Africa are looking for good news. And um, that right now. That is amazing. Right wow. now, that's the situation that we find ourselves in. That South Africa are go looking team. for good news. Go team. Okay, well now done. now we really have to go for lunch. <laughs> Not right now because we do have a show to sort of get through. So I wouldn't want to do that. Um... Uh, something just quickly this morning, we've, we've been bringing this up week on, week on, week on. Uh, the drought is next to not even over. South Africa no. is in the worst gripping drought that we've seen since 1904, um, which is pretty crazy. But uh, the weather services have just released this morning that there's a huge amount of rain that's going to be filling up the country and the free state and Bloemfontein and all the farms. And um, uh, in the report, Operation Hydrate have raised over 14 million mm-hmm. liters of water since this time. Afrigri have raised over 40 million rand during this time. There's just been all this, this Everybody's goodwill. Everybody's water, delivering water to animals. It's very exciting and it's it's good stuff that's going on there. And uh, and yeah, that's exciting to know that... Bring on the rain. Bring on the rain so that we can sort of... I was thinking on the way here, actually rain in winter or autumn. It's weird. It is a bit odd. But it's nice. Um, <laughs> but there is something called climate change, yes, which is affecting the world. And, and luckily for us, since it's happening now, uh, it means that the farms will get a bit of water, right? Yes, exactly. Which is quite exciting. It's okay, I'm dressed like a snowman, I don't care. It's the first time since winter has kicked in uh, that Kerry's actually wearing something that isn't a little T-top that you've been coming in. (laughs) 
and right. <laughs> jackets and scarves and <laughs> jackets and scarves and but all it's, sorts. It's so nice. I love it. I love winter. Well, it's all good. Uh, this is the good stuff. And every week we look for the top five trending good news stories for you. That's for you, Oaks, so that um, we can, you know, give you a bit of good stuff. Yes. Uh, the way that it works, I don't know what's going on here. It doesn't want to play with you today. <laughs> the desk wasn't playing with me, but we sorted it out. Uh, so we look for all sorts of good news that's um, traveling around the world and, and the good stuff that's happening. And we try to find the top stories that are trending in the world. Mm. We're pretty biased because we have a lot of <laughs> South African stories in there, usually. Yes. Um, and we bring them to you because we want you to have something better to speak about when you're around the water cooler at work. Yeah. Um, what do we have at number five? Well, like I said to you as well, I didn't, I don't generally do anything political, but uh, this one is not completely political. Tributes pour in for Tuli Madonsela after news breaks that her life is in danger. Yeah. Okay. So again, you'll notice that it's not exactly a great story because um, they're speaking about her life being in danger and there's this huge hit on her. Someone wanted to pay like three quarters of a million rand for some Cape Town gangster to take her out and make it look like a car accident. And that was all released uh, in the news yesterday. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, social media lit up. It was like people lighting candles. It is crazy. Oh. And, and you know what? It says, hold on, let me see here. Social media has been flooded with thousands of messages of support for public prosecutor Tuli Madansela, who is apparently living in fear. Um, someone said as well, I mean, she, she's, doing, she's doing her job. And her job is to be honest and to do what's right. Exactly. What's right for the country, what's right for the people. Exactly. And what's right here is that someone someone even tweeted that uh, um, the public is now going to protect her because she's the public Man, there was... So she's like... <laughs> In between all of that, there were actually some some cool tweets as well. There were people. There was a photo of a woman running with a brick who was like, "If you if you come after my tuli, I'm gonna come after you." Like, well, there's I'm, a guy running with like hundreds of dogs here. I'm like, what I'm, I'm looking for a fight, y'all. Don't mess with my public protector, which I think is flipping cool. So no, I think it's great, and I, I mean, I, I can't imagine what she's going through right now, but. Um, the fact that everybody is standing together to protect her is just incredible. And we should, yeah. um, you know, I stand behind Tuli. Uh, if we could, I would vote her as president because yeah, I exactly. think she's such an amazing human being. Also, that all went down on Mother's Day yes. and she's like the mother of South Africa. Yeah, she is. She's Mama Africa. Yeah. We got to look after shocking. her. Shocking. People are shocking just saying. No, but literally thousands and thousands and thousands of tweets and Facebooks and social media. Everything's have been coming in and just supporting the public protector. And that must feel quite good. I've been on the the receiving end of the opposite side of Twitter where they're not good with you. <laughs> and I can tell you for free and for nothing. You want to hide and you, you want to hide or you want to lock your social media down. But with something like that where, where it's just so much support, it, it must be uplifting. And it must be, okay, well, I'm doing something good. Mm. Well, she is doing something good. Love her. She's doing it. She does, she does it all day, every day. Love her, love her, love yes. her. Well That's done. number five. We're going to post that up online so that you can actually have a look at um, what we're talking about, mm. if you wanted to. It's all over the place anyway. Just saying. Yes. Uh, at number four, what do we have? The most amazing Mother's Day tribute gets the, get the tissues ready. Yenna Pete. I can't even <laughs> begin. I can't even begin. So Procter and Gamble yes. are one of the sponsors for uh, the Olympic Games, mm. which is next year. Yeah, twenty. No, it says twenty sixteen. Is it this year? Yeah, opening of the twenty sixteen Olympic Games in Rio. How did I miss a year? Okay, we'll unpack that later. Um, <laughs> so, so P and G are the sponsors of the. It's the Brazilian 
Yes. Yeah, the Brazilian games. Yeah. Um, and every they've, they've done they've done this a couple of times. I think this mm. is their third or fourth instalment of yeah. like a thank you mom on Mother's Day. Mm. Sort of thing. And I must just add that this is where advertising is going. It's a lot more emotive. Um, marketers, and if you're in that field, yes. uh, you'll realize that a lot of the stuff, they're trying to pull on the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. And they do. To get you to trust the brand, Fresh. to buy the brand, to exactly. jump into the brand. But this one is flipping. Like, I, it's I, emo, huh? I ugly cried. <laughs> you ugly cried. I ugly <laughs> cried. I ugly cried. Was it noisy and... <laughs> oh, it was terrible. So it starts off with this athlete. She, you don't know she's a gymnast because mm. you just sort of see head and yes. shoulders. And she's walking out to the crowd, but she looks so scared. It's almost as if um, there's no confidence there. And she's walking out towards the crowd. And then all of a sudden it pulls back to when she was a little girl. Mm. And this little girl uh, is standing in front of a huge hurricane tornado with the same fearful look in her eye. Yeah. It's quite scary. Mm. And and then it shows, again, the Olympic um, athlete in the stadium. And then it shows the hurricane. And then it shows the Olympic athlete. And then all of a sudden, the little girl in front of the hurricane turns to the right. And her mom's standing right <gasps> there. And her mom goes, it's okay, honey. Come here. It's okay. And then the girl who's now grown up mm. in the gymnast gets this boost of confidence. And there's four stories that go similar to yes, that within this this three-minute video yeah. of when these kids were kids and how their moms at their formative years gave them this confidence that they carry through as adults. Exactly. And I think the biggest thing for me where I got a big lump in my throat and goosebumps and Kerry's getting it now <laughs> is at the end when they compete and win in whatever they do. And, and maybe it's not winning. It's just being successful mm. and, and getting to where they need to be. The one lady like falls down on her knees and she's crying. And in all of those pictures, the mom is somewhere there, yes. um, either hugging the mom or the mom's on the other side of the TV, bawling her eyes out. And I'm just like, P and G, could you, really? what? Really? You had really? to make us cry on Mother's Day. you know Day. what? It's, it's, it's true. It's so true. Like your mom is your, like, wow. Hey? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I said it. Um, your mom is like, wow. Is your wow. mom is like, wow, and I totally it get it. Yeah. Totally get it. I said it on Mother's Day, and I sent my mom a message, and I spent the day with her. I'm lucky enough to have my mom with me, yeah. uh, which I'm super thankful for. And I, I said to her, you are my rock. You are my best friend. I think any any son is that, you know, you've got that relationship and with your mom. And sometimes, yeah, you do have that relationship. I've got that relationship with my mom as well because, I mean, she's she looks after my little one too. And... um it's so hectic because you look at others that don't have moms and I actually cannot put myself in their shoes. I can't. Well, I'm not a girl, but if there's anybody out there who needs mom, I'll be your mom. I'll, you, can, you can phone me on Mother's Day. Or you, my mom. You can phone my mom on Mother's Day. My mom will be your mom. Look at you even. I'll just pawn my mom off to everybody, yo. <laughs> my mom's the same. Though. My mom loves being mom to everybody else. That's uh, that's number four. We're going to post that up online so that you can see it. Um, and if you want to see these things, it's cliffcentral.com, Brent Lindicu, Kerry Stain. You can get me on Facebook, get me on Twitter, get me on Insta. Same on that side. Uh, we do post all of these things up online. The stories are also available on goodthingsguy.com. Uh, what do we have at number three? Well, we're busy pimping our moms out. Um, <laughs> campaign empowering women shows true words what uh, what real moms are. Oh, yo, that true, that true words thing. Oh, dear. What a joke. Whoopsie dates. What a joke. <laughs> so if you if you don't know the story, um, True Worth did an ad campaign in store with, I mean, it was everywhere. You literally walked. I didn't see it. I saw the photos of the like stores. Like lingerie and. Lingerie. You know, yeah. They had these 12-year-old girls in lingerie. 
Okay, they were a little bit older than twelve. <laughs> they looked they like really 20. young, really they young, and really young. like model skinny. Mm. And again, if we know anything about advertising, it's this emotive, body positive thing. Yes. How is South Africa? Why are we so behind? Why do we not know that? Mm-hmm. Why do we not know that? I think because no one really taken a stand. Okay, well they are now. Yes, they so True Words did this thing. The so public beside young ladies. <laughs> the public <laughs> cried out and said, "What the hell are you doing? That's not how mom looks." And you know. Um, we don't mind getting lingerie on Mother's Day, but that's not how I look. <laughs> I didn't look like that either. Mm, and <laughs> at exactly the same time, this international ad campaign was launched, which was so cool, uh, where it just shows body positive ladies. It's all got to do with and summer in America. They are beautiful. Yes. Um, there's a video that goes with it where the girls are taking off their clothes and mm. they've got their bikinis on underneath. And it's all about being comfortable with who you are and body positive. And I think it's my important. Swim buddy. Is that what it's called? Hashtag my swim buddy. Okay, so if you want to go find it, you can hashtag my swim body yes. to see all the photos and, and get body positive about yourself. What do we have at number two? Oh, please hold her. Please hold. Donations pouring in for Darren August, a South African who may never walk again after trying to stop a robbery. So last week, Monday, Darren August, the Catonian, was on his way to Somerset West on a train. Yes. And um, there was a robbery that took place inside the carriage where nine people climbed into the train Mm. carriage. There was a pregnant woman who was in the train as well. And Darren August stood up for everybody that was in in the train. I must tell you, background story of Darren is he helps homeless kids. He He runs a... He teaches them like a soccer thing for for homeless kids. And, um, And... the the robbers stole all of his stuff, hit him with a crowbar, uh, picked up his body and threw him out the train. As he landed, he, he hit a tree, tree and he broke his back. Mm. Incredibly, incredibly sad what has happened to this guy. Um, on Saturday, one of his very good friends, Nadine, contacted me on the Good Things Guy contact form mm. and asked me if I could assist them with their fundraising campaign as, as the, it had been going for a week to yeah. try and raise funds. They'd raised 10,000 Rand as of Saturday at four o'clock. Uh, goodthingsguy.com posted the, posted the story Didn't and within an hour we had raised a hundred thousand Rand. Say what? The, uh, the, the amount now is 300,000 Rand. <gasps> That we've raised for Darren oh, August. Goosebumps. And, and it's not going to stop. We're going to continue mm. raising money for him. He may never walk again. Um, but. Which is actually, I mean, that's devastating. It's, it's but devastating, but he, he hopes yeah, to. So, I, I mean, he's, it's good sights that he will. And, and as well as all the money, all these people have come forward going, we'll help with treatment. We'll help with expertise. I want to take over his school until he gets better. Like all these people have just jumped in and have just wanted to assist him, which is so flippant. It's guy so exciting. He's a hero. He's he a is. South African hero. A real hero. And at the end of, uh, end of the show, we're going to fill you in on what plan B is. You are. <laughs> I don't like surprises and I don't like waiting. Well, you just, you just <laughs> hold your horses, lady friend. Hold your horses. I'm going to post mm. that story up online. We're going to be doing an update today, uh, just so that we can sort of see where we are and awesome. how Darren's doing. He's, um, He's in hospital still, and he's very thankful for all of the donations and everything that South Africa is doing. He's not the only one, though. I mean, these so hero he stories happen every day. And he knows about what's going yes. on. Yep. Well, we're sending you love. We're sending you love, Darren, and we hope you get better really, really soon. What do we have at number one? First grader with no hands wins national handwriting contest. How? What? Oh, she's so cute. What is the story? A seven-year-old girl, girl born without hands has won a national handwriting contest. Okay, she doesn't have any 
hands and she doesn't use prosthetic prosthetic hands. She writes with the inside of her elbow. So her wow. forearm. So her forearm. So is it the inside of her elbow? Yeah, it is her forearm. Yeah, it would because be. she could, yeah. She that writes with her forearm, yes. And then um, first grader reportedly beat out of 50 other competitors to win the first prize um, at the Zena Bloser National Handwriting Contest. So she won a huge trophy, which is bigger than her, and uh, $1,000. <laughs> That's very, very, very cool. Very cool. It just goes to show, man. And they just said her, det- her determination and spirit is an inspiration to all of us. Love stories like this. And she's so cute. <laughs> Very cool. We're going to post that up online so that you can see all of it. These are important. These are the things you want to be sharing. Uh, it's going to go up on cliffcentral.com after the show, plus on goodthingsguide.com. Uh, this is the good stuff yeah. on Cliff Central, yo. Business leaders around the globe are committing to building a better world for everyone. Cliffcentral.com is joining forces with the Sympathy Sleepout, taking a stand for the plight of the homeless. We invite you to participate with us in the Sympathy Sleepout on the 28th of July, 2016. Join the ranks of leaders of change by using your influence for what truly matters. Sign up now for the Sympathy Sleepout on www.theceosleepoutza.co.za. That's theceosleepoutza.co.za. What a perfect introduction. It's almost like uh, Gareth knew that you were going to be exactly. on, Adam. <laughs> it's very, very exciting. So we've got the CEO of IQ Business in the studio with us. Adam, it is amazing. I met you at the launch of the CEO Sleepout. Um, this is one of the things that is on everybody's radars at the moment. It's something that we can all be excited about. It happened last year. Last year was the inaugural CEO Sleepout in South Africa, mm. which raised over 26 million rand in cash and a whole bunch of money on the sidelines doing amazing stuff as well. And this year, the aim is bigger and better and more. We want to be doing more. We want more people involved. Um, Cliff Central is lucky enough to call ourselves partners of the CEO Sleepout. We're spearheading something called the Sympathy Sleepout, which you, you shouldn't be a stranger to because we keep bringing it up and we're going to really get into it today mm-hmm. again. Um, but yeah, it's amazing having you in studio. You're, you're an incredible human being. I'm excited to have you here. Um, first off, I mean, let's let's just off the bat. What the hell is IQ Business? Let's start there. Uh-huh. Well, that's uh, that's very kind of you. Um, <laughs> IQ, IQ Business is a management consulting company. Uh, we're in fact the leading independent management consulting company in South Africa. So we're headquartered just down the road, uh, probably about 500 meters from Cliff Central, uh, which is, uh, really exciting. <laughs> Ravonia is the center of yes. all things great, I can tell you. So, um, and, uh, we've got about, uh, well, just over 500 people in, uh, in South Africa in our offices in Johannesburg and Cape Town. And we work all over sub-Saharan Africa. Very exciting, uh, very exciting business, a growth enterprise, and uh, and lots of fun. Well, there we got to plug your business a little bit, which which I mean, awesome. that's it's not the only reason you're here. Yeah. Um, I've been to your campus, which is absolutely beautiful, and um, I can I can tell why. And we'll get into the sympathy sleep out in a second, mm. but why that would have happened because the corporate culture seems to be so cool mm. uh, where you are. You were involved in the CEO sleep out last year. You slept out in Santon. Mm. Um, what was that like? Mm, it was cold. It was extremely cold. Uh, in fact, by about uh, 
two o'clock in the morning, it really got uh, bitterly cold. And that was despite the fact that I had thermal underwear, I had four layers of clothes, and my children had given me two chemical pocket warmers that I secreted uh, onto my body just to uh, to provide a little <laughs> bit of warmth. But it really helped me understand that, uh, you know, in the middle of the night, uh, it really is uh, dangerous to try to sleep. And, I, you know, I used to harbour a... A prejudice that when I saw homeless uh, people on the streets during the day, mm. sleeping out on a grassy bank in the sun, I used to think about, uh, you know, wh- wh- why are they doing that? Are they lazy? Are they, Mm-mm. you know, what's the problem? Uh, and the real reason for that, as I discovered, yeah. is that that's the time to sleep, sleep because there's some warmth. You cannot sleep in the middle of the night. You've got to stay active. You've got to find a fire. Yes. Uh, and uh, indeed, I found uh, Maria Ramos uh, from uh, from Barclays, Africa, yeah. crawling out of her sleeping bag at about three o'clock in the morning. And I, I can confirm that uh, Maria only sleeps three hours every night. <laughs> uh, and uh, was her time anyway. Uh, yeah, so she was there. And the two of us said, well, let's go and get a cup of coffee to warm up. Yes. And now that's something that we could do, but uh, uh, you know, really people on the street cannot do that. So it was it was very, very tough. But what an amazing event. Mm. It was very, very well put together from what I saw from the sidelines. I wasn't involved last year, and I certainly I was watching it from a media perspective, um, everything that was going on and, and all the amazing CEOs that were involved. From your point of view, right, so Hoppers 3 was cold. Um, it gave you this experienceness that you could feel what it was like to sleep on the streets at Hoppers 3. What were some of the highlights uh, throughout the evening? Mm. Well, the, the evening was so well put together. Uh, to have 247 CEOs. I know, that is incredible. I mean, it really was. And what, a, what an amazing vibe, um, which was a vibe that could be established without the need for alcohol, I can yes, tell you. Exactly. so. Um, there was an alcohol ban. It was, and everybody was out of their comfort zone. Um, uh, It meant that uh, new relationships could be established on the evening without knowing anybody uh, that was there. (laughs) Bit of a different networking. (laughs) Really, really was. And uh, so well put together. um, The experience, I think, in terms of getting people to participate on the evening in the various conversations that were taking place. Uh, There was a degree of entertainment. There Mm. was a a lot of conversation that was taking place uh, between participants, uh, principally about why are we there and what are we hoping to achieve. But so many other sidebar conversations were happening, which I think uh, really led to the value and that value that uh, you spoke about, Brent, that was on the periphery of what was created that evening. So I, at the media launch, which we had two or three weeks ago, I can't remember Mm. the exact um, date, but a lot of what came out, and and it was very interesting to hear, is that while you were in the space where you were sleeping out in the cold, the conversations that were being had were about how to fix South Africa. Mm. As CEOs, as big business, as whoever was there, Mm. you were sitting speaking about this what do we do? Like, mm. we're here. We're at the forefront. Um, we're the guys that are able to make real change. Absolutely. And, and I think that lives on after the event. Very, very much, Brent. I mean, the, uh, I'll tell you one conversation was with Mark Barnes, who, mm. uh, um, Mark at the time was with Purple Capital. And, uh, there was a group of us standing together around a, a burning fire. And Mark was actually talking about, well, what is it that we can do to sort out the, 
challenges as business uh, faces in state-owned enterprises. And now Mark Barnes has gone off to take over as uh, chief executive of the South African Post Office. So yeah. clearly he had a, a purpose in mind uh, in the conversations that uh, uh, that were taking place. But I, I think what uh, we all experienced, and, and certainly in the analysis that we did after the event, mm was that 50% of the participants or the CEOs that were there on the evening said that the evening and the process that we went through to get to that evening resulted in a major change in their empathy mm. for their own corporate social investment programs. Exactly. And that has led to even more mm. uh, value that has been created outside of uh, the CEO Sleepout event and the program uh, that is aligned to that. So this year's a, a huge keyword that has come out of this year's CEO Sleepout planning phase and, and sort of when people are uh, registering is empathy and we'll get into that a second i want to know statistically what what good came out of last year well i mentioned the 247 ceos that were there um, statistically um, those ceos participated all had to contribute a hundred thousand rand as a minimum um, and you mentioned at the beginning brent that 26 million rand cash was raised mm. as a result of that now that's the the single highest uh, amount of cash that's ever been raised in South Africa from a single uh, philanthropic event. So, and I, I just I just need to highlight mm. that uh, it wasn't over like a long drawn out no campaign. Ways, it was, was one, one night, night. Mm. one night. Absolutely, it's it's mind boggling. It yeah, is mind boggling. Get your head around the fact that there were that many CEOs all camping on the pavement. They were outside. They're yeah, outside. It's, it's so these guys amazing. are outside. You normally see them at these huge, massive <laughs> events, and even to get them to attend those events is like pulling teeth. Absolutely, yeah. and the sponsors that were involved, people like uh, Sun International, yes. for example, normally they'd be hosting the CEOs in exactly. in luxury and yeah. beautifully warm rooms with uh, cozy cotton pillows <laughs> and Egyptian <laughs> cotton and things. Thousand but thread. none of that. Mm -mm. There was cardboard exactly. um, and. Uh, you know, really, uh, really quite a brutal uh, exposure that uh, that people had there. But to talk more about uh, the benefits that came from it, um, the um, uh, the beneficiary of the event uh, was Girls and Boys Town. Now, yeah. uh, I would ask, how many people really knew about Girls and Boys Town mm. before the CEO sleepout, mm. and what an outstanding profile they now have um, in uh, in South Africa and in the community and the work that they have been doing for over 30 years uh, in uh, in South Africa. So that kind of advertising and uh, profile building is something that is going to continue to be a benefit to them uh, going forward. Um, and Girls and Boys Town um, typically in a year will uh, impact on around 20,000 uh, mm. homeless young people. Yeah. It's just a phenomenal reach. Uh, that uh, that they're able to now extend. And let's remember that the 26 million rand that was raised has not been fully spent. In fact, Girls and Boys Town have only just started on some major initiatives to really put that money into well, exactly. action. Exactly. I think that takes some planning, and I don't think it they um, expected that. <laughs> that amount. <laughs> no. <laughs> when they heard they were beneficiaries, I don't think they, they would have known that it would have got into that amount which is amazing to mm, see mm. and and again um we're talking about awareness and, and moving forward it's it's crazy to think that south africans are not aware of the homelessness mm. or, or the amount of poverty mm. in south africa i do talks around the country and one of my biggest um 
aha moments, if I can call it that, is when I bring up the fact that 21% of South Africans do not eat every day. Yeah. And everybody goes, what? Like, we live here. Mm-hmm. How does exactly. that happen? Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's the reality of where we live. Mm. It really, it really is. And, and I'd like to suggest as well that there's a, there's a two-way street in that reality because, um, the, the young people that, uh, are affected, that uh, are supported through Girls and Boys Town, also don't have an understanding of reality of what it's like on the other side of the fence. Yeah. And uh, last year we had um, uh, around 13 of the young uh, young people who came, uh, who visited the sympathy sleepouts, who had dialogue with the participants, who oh, got wow. exposed to sure. conversations in businesses that they'd never even dreamed of or thought about. And when we looked at the impact of the event, we found that that also has far-reaching impact on their futures, their motivation, their knowledge mm. of how to take their lives forward to become individuals with a social contribution, but very important, importantly Mentoring. for themselves, yeah. to sustain themselves, their families and others uh, around them. So a major, major impact. You've just, you've touched on the sympathy sleep out and, mm. um, you actually, for the first time since I've been speaking about this, and I've been a part of the planning process for a good couple of months, um, it's the first time that I've thought about it from that perspective, mm. that you could literally host a sympathy sleep out at your company in your parking lot, and you can invite someone else who may need to learn a little bit about the other side. Absolutely. And I've never thought of it that way. Well, that, that, uh, there, was so, there were so many of these kind of... Uh, um, uh, elements that came together, sometimes out of uh, coincidence or sometimes out of creative thought. And the Sympathy Seepout was one of those. And uh, when my team at IQ Business said, look, we want you to participate, they also said, well, how about uh, not only do we pay for you and we raise sponsorship for you to go and uh, sleep out, but let's raise the funds to send one of our beneficiary organizations and the CEO of that. And that was Kim Feinberg, who's the CEO of the Tomorrow Trust, wow. which is an educational organization. And they said, well, let's raise another 100,000 rand and let's send Kim. And I said to them, well, guys, that's amazing. And they, and I said, well, how are you going to do it? And they said, well, we're going to have a sympathy sleep out and we're going to sleep out at our offices at the IQ Business Park. And we're going to, through that, raise the funds for Kim. Now that then started a chain effect and, uh, 10 companies in total, um, very hurriedly, I must admit, because it wasn't planned last year, Mm. but very hurriedly put together a sympathy sleep out. And this year it's become an important uh, pillar of the CEO sleep out. And we very much hope that other organizations will catch on to it. And, you know, I guess what I want to say about it is that it's just the most amazing way to create leverage between the CEO and uh, one's employees in the organization. And my IQers at IQ, I know, expect very much that I will be sleeping out and expect to participate. And it creates that that um, uh, real emphasis, I think, within the organization, a sense of purpose beyond of course, we make a profit as a business, but beyond making a profit into uh, extending our impact into into society. So I think wherever South Africa stands and where we are currently, if you look at it politically or the economy or anything else, it's it's really the big businesses that are mm. creating the big changes and able to because they, they're able to do that. And that's exactly what you're doing. What's pretty rad about the Sympathy Sleep Out this year is it's not going to cost you 100,000 mm. rand to be part of it. If you want um, your CEO to be on Nelson Mandela Bridge on the evening, yes, you need to raise the money you need to get your ceo onto the bridge but if if you're a smaller company that perhaps could not afford that and and don't have 
the funds for that, you can still get involved for a very, very expensive rate of 800 Rand <laughs> for the night for your entire company. <laughs> so all you have to do is log on to www.theceosleepoutza.co.za. You register your company. This is an app that you could download mm-hmm. to register your company. It's 800 bucks. And, and basically you pledge that you will do a sleep out in your parking lot, on your roof, whatever, whatever. There, there's, there's some rules that you need to abide by, but you do your sleep out. And I think the, the end goal there is for you to give something back to charity. That's yes. right. Yeah, which is quite exciting. Um, so you will be sleeping out. I, I hope will. you, I hope your IQers are listening and knowing that they're going to be sleeping out this year, <laughs> which is a pretty biggie. And I think, uh, last year, if you raised it for one beneficiary, maybe this year your IQers should do it for two. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> bring on a, bring on a couple. Um, we're going to post all of those links up online so that you guys can get involved as well. I think this is so important to be a part of. It's, it's something, which was huge last year um, from the South African point of view, collecting money. Mm. And it's going to be bigger this year. Absolutely. It's going to be huge. I know it will. And on the bridge, they could not yes. have chosen a more drafty a place cold, cold. to put us on. You uh, know, it's, it, it, I, I'm excited, um, to be on the bridge interviewing people mm. at like six o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. because I think that's when the reality kicks in yep. and when you've had a really terrible night's sleep. Um, mm. it's cold. I'll it's come not join great. I'll do there's, some interviews. There's a whole bunch <laughs> of surprises that are being land for the bridge mm. so so come with an extra jacket that's all i'm gonna say just come with an extra jacket it's been uh, absolutely well, amazing having you on the show thank you um if people want to follow you or your company social media is where everybody lives sure you are one of the the champions for the ceo sleep out so i'm sure your twitter is going to be filled with it where do they get hold of you well our company is at iq business very easily uh, and I'm at Craker AS. That's at C-R-A-K-E-R-A-S. I have um, uploaded, when I did my little tweets, I tweeted both your company and and you in the tweets. So you are in right. there if anybody wants to pick up on it. Um, it's been amazing having you in studio. I look forward to the journey that we go on towards the CEO sleep out. I'm punting the, the sympathy sleep out. I need 250 companies mm. to log on. And if you're one of them, I need 249 others. <laughs> so if you're listening right now and you want to get involved, it's really simple. Just visit the website. I'm going to punt it once again. It's www.theceosleepoutza.co.za. Thank you very much for being on the show. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Let me play the song. Can't stop this. Can't stop this. <laughs> what a tune, yo. It's the new one from Justin Timberlake. Party um, in the studio. It's all about, I don't know, it's the new Trolls movie or something. Mm. I don't follow that that well i'm terrible uh all right so we just had the most inspirational interview with adam cracker who is the ceo of iq business i'm flipping excited for ceo sleep out i love meeting people that are doing really cool things and that are passionate about what they do this is no different we've got duncan all the way from the uk on skype duncan can you hear me Hi, Brent. Yes, I can. Thanks a lot for having me on your show. Man, good morning and welcome to The Good Stuff. Uh, this is the show that's focused all about The Good Stuff. We've been meaning to speak to you. For the last almost four weeks. Hi, Duncan. It's Kerry. <laughs> Hi, Kerry. Thanks. No, it's okay. We've got to it. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited about this awesome. opportunity. So, Man, so Ke- yeah, Kerry and you have been emailing each other back and forth all about the interview, but it's just been a little bit crazy here in studio with a bunch of things going on in South Africa. Um, I'm excited to have you in studio. 
I can't see you on Skype, so I don't know where you are. I know you're on Skype somewhere. Uh, I just like to know, um, Duncan, what the hell are you doing? You're running. What, what, yes, what's going tell us. on? Okay, so um, do you want the short version or the long version? Okay, I'll keep it to I'll keep it uh, to short version for now. Um, we basically uh, a friend, a very good friend of mine, John and I um, started on the 9th of January. We basically started to run the entire London Underground. Um, mm. And just to give some context to the listeners out there, uh, we're not running uh, uh, underground mafia kind of thing here. We're actually <laughs> running uh, the, the the London Metro. Um, transport system um so for those that don't know it's a very very well known uh, transport system and the people um in in london are very dependent on it it's the, the world's oldest transport system yes. and we basically got together and decided we need to need to do something unique we need to do we need to do something to to basically that is very unique uh, Let challenge us just ourselves tell <laughs> basically challenge ourselves and in the end, um, we decided to also team up with a, with a rhino charity mm. to try and create some, um, there's a lot of people in the UK doing very good work, but we thought that, uh, if we could, uh, team up with someone and create, even if it's just a small difference, uh, that would be a good thing for us. It's very, very cool. So you're running the London Underground. Are the trains going to be on the tubes as well? Or, I mean, is it, what? How does it work? Oh, uh, so just to, just to explain that, uh, so we're not literally running on the underground. So, so what we do is we basically, uh, run on weekends and we basically plan our routes based on our schedules. So if something's happening in London, we'll decide in that area we'll go and, uh, do a run and we basically ch- take the shortest route from, from the station. So the London Underground is about, uh, tube wise. So the tracks is about 400 kilometers long, but run wise, it's about 500 kilometers run. Oh, wow. We basically wow. just take Google Maps and divide it into, uh, sections based on the shortest route or the coolest route, the most scenic route. And, uh, we get together, we get together sometimes just the two of us and sometimes with, with other friends. We've got a, f- a friend called, uh, Jamie and Sally, both of them have joined us quite regularly and uh, yeah, we just uh, no, that's cool. so you're, Saturday you're, morning You're starting to actually form a group that are running for rhinos. Uh, how do, how do yeah. we keep up to with your running? How do we give you funds? How do we get part of your awareness? How What's do we the get easiest people way? Involved? Are you from South Africa? Yes, I am from South Africa okay. um, He's a yeah, Saffa, he's a Saffa uh, living in London yeah, yeah, I've basically moved here. Yeah, there's a very good uh, and big South African community here in the UK. Uh, so our primary target is first getting everyone on board and, and our kind of cause and campaign has grown as time has gone on. Um, so people can basically get, get hold of us via our website. We've got a very cool website that shows the progress uh, on a Google map and then also compared to uh, the tube map. So for those who have actually traveled to, to London, the tube map is this massive map that looks very confusing, but it's actually quite simple. So we basically track our runs um, to show how we actually build up uh, and compare those two maps. Uh, the website's name is uh, Uh but we also use our Facebook page, which you can just search for uh, Run the London Underground, and it should come up. It's that simple. You're just going to search for that. We're going to post all of those links up online so that people can also follow your progress and see all the cool stuff that you're doing all around the London Underground. It's amazing to see a South African doing really cool stuff in the UK. Duncan, thank you for being on The Good Stuff and we look forward to following your trip. Pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Brad, have a good day. Thanks, Duncan. Have a good day. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. So that's Duncan all the way from the UK. How cool. We're going to follow him and see all where he's running around the London Underground. It's pretty exciting. It sounds confusing. But I'm sure if you look at the map, it's a little bit easier.
I don't know. I'm gonna, but it sounds confusing. Okay, so Kerry's gonna <laughs> Kerry's gonna feedback next week on yes. exactly what's going on there. I uh, so every week we do change one, change everything, which we normally do with Paigey and Kirsty who come in, but they couldn't be here today because they're literally out there getting their hands dirty working on the charitable stuff. What I'm gonna be doing is introducing you to something which literally hit me on the head. Oh, it it was an idea that. Uh, Happened on Saturday and is all coming together and it's an easy way for South Africa to create positive change. So, um, another, another idea. Another <laughs> idea. What does Brenty do well? I action stuff because that's how you change one thing to change yes. everything. I have realized that South Africans want to do good, need a platform to do good. Uh, there's things happening in our country. If we look at the waitress, if we look at, um, um, she's just changed. Goodness. If, <laughs> if we look at Darren August, uh, down in Cape Town, if we look at Tuli Maronsele, there's a whole bunch of things that we want to do as South Africans that sometimes we can't do. And the idea, it's, it's. Or people don't know how. Correct. So this idea comes from a simple place and it's something that hopefully we're going to be launching by Friday. I'm going to be putting it all out there and I'll keep you guys up to date. We've called the concept and the campaign High Five, uh, hashtag High Five. And uh, basically what it is, is we want you to give us a massive, massive donation every month so that we can do good within South Africa. (gasps) And we're asking for five rand. So if each South African, if a million people give five rand, that's five million rand that we have something to do with we call it high five we are starting most probably this week friday it's going to be live on the good things guy website we're going to be asking for donations of five rand a month that you can put on a debit order or whatever the process is that is so cool and when something pops up like this with darren august we're able to give him a lump sum of money immediately um and a lot of the charitable you were going to make me cry again never ever don't cry all of the charitable causes high five high five um (laughs) they are made for they're going to be chosen by you so it's going to be voting on a poll as well it's all democratic and i just want south africans to realize that we hold the power in our high five little hands to make a difference so that's the plan that's the change one thing change everything keep your eyes open it's going to be so cool to be able to action change i'm very excited i'm very excited for that man it's and um, you know what the thing is it's not out of your reach it's five rand well, that, that, this is what we want to see, it's right? So a lot of these foundations that have been collecting money, they, it's the little bit that counts. Because yes. you put in a little bit and it all just adds up and it becomes something really a, a lot bigger. The only thing that we're trying to wrap our heads around with the web developers is how do we make it as easy as one click so that you can mm. get involved without it. Um, you know, like those SMS lines, yes, they flip yeah. and take it. We don't want that. No. We want it to be as easy as one click that you just get five involved. Rand. Five rand. It's uh, it's. A way to change one thing to change everything. That's the show for this week, yeah? Oh, That's a whole hour gone, done and dusted. So uh, this is our request again. Please can we have another one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to catch up with any of the other good stuff shows, just log on to cliffcentral.com. All of the podcasts live there. None of them have a dated stamp on them. Mm-mm. Good news never goes out of fashion. I see stuff that we were speaking about a year ago that's trending now on Facebook. Yes. So go and yeah, follow them. Actually, quite right. They do. Yes. Go and follow them. You can catch up with all the good news stories there as well. It's been amazing hanging out with you guys. Thank you. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together. And the only way we'll get through this is together. That's the good stuff for this week. Don't forget to catch up next week. We're actually, I think it's next week or the following week, we got Banyana Banyana in here. Mm. Very exciting. It's the girls' soccer team. Yes. So we're excited for all of that. There's lots of good stuff to be proud of. Go visit Good Things Guy to catch up with your good news. Thank you. And only good things. Have a terrific Tuesday. More of the good stuff. Cliff Central.
Talk.com.